0: Hi twin.
1: Hi twinny. <laughs> happy, um, Wednesday.
0: happy Wednesday to you. Happy hump day. I'm so happy that we are recording our second episode of twin time.
1: I'm thrilled and it- also I'm you know really happy that you're better with technology than I am <laughs> otherwise there would be no recording of twin time for us or anyone else. <laughs>
0: Uh, it's a process. You know what? We're both pretty bad with technology, so.
1: Yeah. Snail- but we're
0: making it work.
1: We are. Snail mail really is more of our vibe. If I could, I would use like carrier pigeons for things. So it's like, I'm certainly not the person to be doing tech admin, but we really are trying. And today we finally figured it out.
0: We figured it out so we can get the show on the road.
1: yes.
0: So tell me. What was your best part of last week?
1: Mm. I'm going to say it's a two-way tie. I think mm. part one was starting off the new quarter of the school year. Um, being completely caught up on work and not going in with like my anxiety heightened or already feeling like I'm at a deficit. It just felt good to be like, we're starting a new year, a new quarter, we are, like, fully staffed Um, within my team, um, my counseling team, and the new hire is fitting in great, so, like, that felt really good, and then I think the second part was I got a lot of really good time in with, like, friends that I don't to see nearly as often as I should last week, and so I felt like my Social battery was full without feeling like I overdid it, and I feel like it's fine line with us introverts.
0: I love that. That's amazing. My, uh, I would say the best part about my last week also has to do with kind of getting to see someone who I don't normally get to see. One of my best friends from growing up, Akim. We um actually I got to see him two days in a row. First was for a belated um. Christmas dinner at his mom's house and I hadn't see him, seen his mom in years. So that was so sweet. And then the next day we had coffee and I thought it was going to be, you know, maybe like a one or two hour thing, um, especially because, you know, I have a child, so I always have to be very mindful. particular about timing, but we ended up being there for four hours. So shout out to my mom for watching Enzo, and it was just, like, so soul-fulfilling. So
1: it's a great part that. of the week. I love that, especially because I know that, like, Akeem is definitely one of those people that just, like, understands you, really sees you, and there's something so special about being able to get that kind of time into people.
0: Absolutely, yes. And we got to cover topics that we... I mean, obviously we could do phone calls, but it's really hard for us to match up our schedules. So it was really nice.
1: I also think like with certain friends, I mean, you and I don't fall into this category because we talk on the phone multiple days a week, but with certain friends, it's like there are people that you just save big things for like in-person conversations. And I think that you and our team are like definitely those people where it's like, okay, like let's see each other in person. And do like our full like sibling style download, like and just lay it all out on the table and like y'all each like weigh in on each other's glass and things like that. And I feel like Akeem, like from just the few times that I've met him, he just seems like someone that wants to connect like in the flesh. So
0: absolutely. Yes. And I mean, it's like you and I like to connect in the flesh, but I don't think we ever go more than Two days.
1: you <laughs> think is like, and I hate when we go too. I'll yeah. be like, uh, Sunday. <laughs> like, like how you'll be like, Monday's my favorite day of the week. I'm like, how can it be when we talk on Mondays? <laughs> Offensive.
0: Oh, that's so fair. It's just because I love how a Monday is a new chapter.
1: <laughs> and I literally am like, I view Mondays as like sadness. Like I'm like, oh. Oh. This is like the worst, like my weekend over, and it's now the second day in a row that I like have not talked to Twin.
0: And I'll oh. be like, this is really
1: bullshit. <laughs> as busy as my Tuesdays are, I would pick a Tuesday mm. over Monday because I'm like, well, at least Tuesdays at some point, I get talked to
0: Twin. Oh my gosh. Oh, That makes my heart so warm and, and you know, fuzzy inside.
1: I love it. it. Okay, let's dive in. Where are we starting the day 20?
0: Yeah, let's get into some topics. So the first thing we're going to talk about is the fact that you actually work where we first met.
1: Which is so wild.
0: Yeah, what's that like?
1: Okay, I think I experience a lot of emotions each week. I think one of them is like nostalgia. Like even though Santa Clara is definitely a place where I feel like every year there's like a new building built or like a building that gets remodeled. There's also a lot of buildings and areas of campus that they preserve. So um, I think it's crazy to be like, oh, um, I have lunch sometimes in the Adobe Lodge where all the faculty and staff eat. And I like can remember parking by the back door where like your office used to be and that space still looks the same and I spend a good amount of time in one of the residence halls on that side of campus that I used to live in nobly. and um it's I can't pull into that parking lot and not like immediately think of you um and then I also think it's weird being like a capital a adult is the way that I refer to it Totally. Now that like I'm on campus in my 30s versus like when we met we were both 20 years old and so I think it's just wild to be like even though we were adults on paper and we definitely had some adult responsibilities and we both worked a lot and things like that. Also it's like what we knew at 20 versus like what we know at 33 both approaching our 34th birthdays is just wildly different and so when I'm interacting with students as their therapist, I'm often like, is this what Angie and I were like? <laughs> like at this age? Or like, is this like the way that we handled like stress or anxiety or like relationships? Or um, is this the way that we partied? Like, did we not have much regard for like our schedules or like health or wellness? Things? Correct. Like I- And recently someone asked me, oh, how do you think you made it through so much schooling and like grad school year two? And I was like, well, I was on like a first name basis with like baristas at three different coffee shops where like I'd walk in and just start making my order before like mobile order or pickup was even a thing. And like the audience was like looking at me like, and I was like, oh yeah, like three hours of sleep, four hours of sleep. Like that was super horrible. And we just ran it.
0: That was the norm and. I mean, now I can imagine sleeping so little because having a small child, but like after college, I think literally until I had my kid, I needed nine to 10 hours of sleep. It's like, I went for years having to catch up on sleep. So, and also all the coffee, so much coffee. Which I now to don't ten, drink coffee
1: nine, either. <laughs> nine to ten always seemed crazy to me, I will say. But, like, or it used to. <laughs> I might stand corrected. Lately, I really don't feel rested if I don't get seven hours. But, like, my preference is to get eight. And for years, all during my 20s, I physically could not stay asleep for longer than seven hours. Like, my body would just auto-wake me up. Yeah, and yeah now I'm at this space where I'm like, and it might be not just our age and being in our thirties, but I think just like what our day-to-day consists of, it's like, I need more recovery time. Like, I think that we both play roles in a lot of people's lives, um, personally, where we hold space and kind of carry a lot for people. And then of course for my job, like as a therapist, that's also something that I do. And then I think we both have been doing a lot more physical activity. And then it's like, well, I need more recovery time for that too. But anyway, um, working where we met is like, it's such a joy, Santa There's such a beautiful campus. And it also is really interesting to be able to take the approach of like, what kind of therapist or what kind of staff member, or what kind of resources would I have wanted like us to have when we were here? um and granted we both did have some really great professors and a couple of really great supervisors but there certainly weren't like a lot of like women of color um Mm -hmm. in like faculty and staff positions while we were here and so it's cool to be on campus and also be like checking off that box too and being able to have Any student, but like, especially when like a black student is like, oh, I'd love to meet with a black clinician and there actually being someone on campus that like fits that mold is really cool. Um, but yeah, I love working where we first met. It's as if I don't have like enough pictures of you and the fam of my apartment, but it's like, (laughs) I think of you all the time. And it's also fun when people are like, oh, are you still in touch? students will ask me like oh you say that you can find community here like how many people are you in touch with like how frequently do you talk i was like okay look if you're gonna ask me like i'm gonna only give you honest answers i'm in touch with like a double digit number of people from santa clara and like one i talked to literally almost every single day and they were like what every day so
0: yeah no that's so true you we discussed this in our first episode, but you certainly have more friends than I do. You keep in touch with more people. Um, but even for myself, I'm super proud of how many people I keep in touch with from Santa Clara.
1: Yeah. And, and like... just
0: how many people like these are like genuine long-term relationships.
1: Mm, mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. So and
0: speaking,
1: I was going to say, good last work. thing on this, something that I also think is special about Santa Clara that I do not find to be the case with my friends that went to other schools is mm-hmm. how many relationships we have with people that aren't even in our grade.
0: Yes, that's so true.
1: And so it's like, I think about like a friend that we both shared that was in our class was Dana, or like, you and I are not even in the same class at Santa Clara. Or, um, you know, we both had friends that were like substantially older than us too that maybe were like juniors or seniors our freshman year, our respective freshman years. And so I think that there is something just like kind of magical about this campus.
0: It's a really cool place. And um, for some reason, I remember it taking me until like, the second half I would say a freshman year for me to really get it mm. get it whatever that means mm-hmm. but once I did yeah it was like I couldn't really picture being anywhere else and I'm so thrilled that that's where I stayed
1: I love it grateful because if you had bounced I wouldn't have met you because right? So, <laughs> your junior summer before your junior and my senior year
0: which is also so wild that we went so many years at the same school without having met.
1: The universe knew that we <laughs> cannot have met any earlier because I probably wouldn't have graduated.
0: Yeah, so on that, health and wellness was not exactly our main focus when we were in college. Um. Now it looks different. What would you say your let's see, priorities are and how you make sure to um, just focus on your own personal health and wellness?
1: I think the big one is just like commitment to movement. And I think that as a therapist, my job is like incredibly sedentary, especially because I'm not working with young kids anymore. Because when I did do that, I at least sometimes we'd like be playing a game outside while also like doing therapy or um, when I worked on a high school campus that was really huge and I knew that all the students would be in class except for you know maybe one block of students that had PE or something maybe me and a client would like go on a walk around campus as du- during part of our session but being at a college there are always people outside You don't really have confidentiality when that's the case. Um, And so, anyway, I would say commitment to movement. um, And I do that with my personal trainer. At least three days a week, we normally train Monday, Tuesdays, and Thursdays. Um, And I kept the same trainer from LA, even when I moved up to Bay, and we just trained virtually. And I've more or less built like a little mini home gym here with like three different sets of dumbbells a kettlebells, some bands, these crash cushions. um, And I'll be getting a fourth set of dumbbells soon because she says that I need some 40s or 45s. So wow. that will be um a bit wild. But um, so movement with her. And then lately I've been trying to incorporate at least two additional movement days. And maybe that movement could just be like a walk or like cycling or something like that um drinking less I feel like I definitely am a girl that loves I actually just love all liquids but I love (laughs) alcohol too but like if in my (laughs) dream world if calories weren't associated I would drink like a flavored lemonade every day a soda every day an iced coffee every day water every day liquor or champagne every day like I genuinely love the taste of all of those things yeah um so being a lot more mindful, like I don't buy soda for my house. um unless I am hosting. um, and that's been a good shift for me. I'll, you know, have soda while I'm out. I'll even have a refill mm-hmm. like if I want while I'm out, but not at home. Um I'm a big like water, different types of sparkling water. I will buy lemonade for my house, but I'll limit myself to no more than like one medium sized glass a day. Um. I don't drink coffee on the regular anymore, um, maybe once or twice a week. And for alcohol, during the week, I feel like I'll have like wine sometimes, or the other night when we were on the phone, I remember being like, "Oh, I have like a single vodka tonic in right. the tub," but like twenty-something-year-old me, <laughs> girl, I I don't know how I made it. Like Same. I double-digit numbers of drinks while out, sometimes double-digit number of drinks to even pregame. And it's like, I I encourage you all listening to be honest about what your consumption is, because I think it's easy to be like, this is a little amount of liquid, so it's not really a drink, but it's like, a shot is an ounce and a half. And so it's like, if you were someone that drinks five or six shots before going out, then it's like, you're six drinks eat before you even left your house. And so-
0: I'd be done. <laughs>
1: right right so it's like I'm, I'm a lot more mindful and I think that I save more like intense streaking for weekends if it even happens then like I'm definitely a bottomless mimosa brunch girl and I feel like I often will do that on like a Saturday but the the days of me drinking heavily like three four five nights I just couldn't do it. Like I wouldn't be able to show up as my best self. Um, and then I also think part of health and wellness is like the relationships that I choose to engage in and maintain. And whether that be with like friends, family, work, a partner, like just really trying to be mindful about who I'm pouring into and like what they are pouring into me. Totally. Um, and the ways that that kind of like impact things. What would you say your focuses have been, Twinnie? <sighs>
0: Well, I definitely think that the um, piece about who you're pouring into, just your relationships, those, the reciprocation um, and just the energy of others, I think paying attention to um, if someone, if you're, if you feel fulfilled and uplifted and positive after spending time with them, great. That's a great person to spend time with, but if you're feeling drained or stressed or whatever, Mm -hmm. maybe time to reevaluate that relationship. So, um, I feel like that's something I've been doing a lot more, um, in the last year for sure. Mm -hmm. Um, as far as movement goes, I do home workouts. Um, you do home workouts, but you work with a personal trainer. I actually use the, um, beach body app. Um, or I think they kind of changed it to body. They still use beach body too, but anyway, I, um, work out four to five days a week. Typically, um, my workouts are 30 minutes and, um, they're with weights and cardio. So, um, I love it. I found, what I would consider my soulmate workout that I'm obsessed yeah. with. And I keep getting stronger and um, it's arguably the healthiest, most fit I've ever been in my life. Facts.
1: Facts. And
0: so um, and I've seen
1: you across various stages, 20 years now almost 34. And I'm like, I would say that this is like the most healthy that you've been internally and externally. Yes. And I would I say do. it's also the most, like, toned I've ever seen you be. Yeah, like I t- mean. You're lean with, like, curves, which I'm like, that's the vibe.
0: Thank you. That's so sweet. Yeah. Um, You know, like, I have had a child, and that's clear, but also, yeah, no, I feel very good in my skin at this point, and mm-hmm. as someone who – um, has had an eating disorder in my life mm-hmm. before and am on the other side of that. Um, It feels really good to be in a place where I work out, not to punish myself, but I work out because it feels good and for how it makes my mental health feel and for I just love seeing that I'm getting stronger and, you know, I have a large toddler. So it's like, it helps me to keep up with him and be able to pick him up if I need to. And Mm -hmm. um, you know, with that, with food too, it's like we were talking about before we got on this call, how we hadn't had a chance to really eat enough this morning. You haven't had anything and I just haven't had enough. (laughs) And um, yeah, that never would have been the case for me before to you know, worry about eating enough. I wanted to eat as little as possible. And right. now I mean if if I have an early flight, I'm making sure to have a whole meal before I leave the house. Like
1: I that person I to do that. And I'm like, <laughs> this is wild. Like we both used to be like breakfast skippers. And now it's like I usually eat between eleven and twelve. On any given day and this morning I like actually woke up hungry and I went to bed pretty late last night but also was able to sleep in because Wednesdays I don't have personal training in the morning which is why we're able to record on Wednesdays um right. but I woke up being like oh my gosh I'm hungry and then being like yeah there's not gonna be time for me to like eat before we do this so I already my head have been like what am I eating after this? And I'm like, all right, well, I know I have a Target drive up order to do. um, And it's in the same parking lot as a Starbucks. So I'll probably do like a bacon, egg, and Gouda sandwich from there. And like um, an iced chai Latte. Um, we're thrilled.
0: Yeah, no, I think, Um. yeah. So being able to actually eat to fuel yourself is such a amazing place to be um but also you know if i want to have like a treat i am cool with that too so yeah i i like being in that headspace um and then also with drinks too um i mean i've kind of been this way for a long time i drink a crazy amount of water every day um for anyone who doesn't know this, they suggest that you take your body weight, divide it in two, and then that's how many ounces of water you should drink per day. um, And just like pure water, not like, you know, mm. sparkling water or something. And I do that and more. I drink tea a ton. And then when I drink alcohol, I only drink wine and I never drink more than two glasses in a sitting. Mm. And even that is pretty rare. So um. Yeah. And then I think the last thing I'll say that I really try to, not try to, I effectively do every single day is a gratitude practice and meditation. Mm. So, and sometimes depending on the day, I will meditate more than once per day if it's needed. So, um, I have just noticed the extreme benefits of that for me and just feeling, you know, grounded and, um, yeah. Yeah. Those, those are my main focuses, I think.
1: You know, something that you said that I want to circle back to was that like you no longer view working out as like a sacrifice. And right. I think that that is such a huge like mindset shift. Um, And it took me so many years to get to the space where I don't view working out as a sacrifice or like a punishment even. Um, right. And now it's like, I just view it as like an investment in both my current and future self. It's like, in order for me to function at my best, I know that like, I sleep better when I've been working out. I am more mindful of what I'm consuming when I've been working out. I feel I'm more patient when I've been working out. Like, I just feel a lot more grounded. And then I'm thinking about future me and like wanting to have Kids of my own, wanting to be able to keep up with those kids, wanting to be able to be around for a long time with those kids. It's like, okay, well, all of that is definitely tied to like the way that we're treating our body. And so um, you only get one of these bad boys. So that's
0: so true. Yes, I I love that that's the space you've been in. I we've because we've been friends for so long, we've really seen each other through the quite frankly not giving a shit about taking care of our bodies at all. Um and you know or there being times where it's like yeah, I cared about just being the smallest version of myself. Mm-hmm. Um so that was a very unhealthy way to be going about um, fitness and eating. So yeah, I would say both of us are in the best space we've ever been from just a health and wellness perspective. So kudos to us.
1: I love it. I love it. Now moving on to something, some would maybe say this is chaotic. I would say it's lighter because it's something that we like thoroughly enjoy and often chop it up about we're going to do a little bravo breakdown of some reality shows we're currently watching we said that we were going to cover four but now I also feel kind of crazy not doing any Salt Lake coverage oh so I'm like do we do five
0: (sighs) let's get started
1: (laughs) okay 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 um did you watch Below Deck
0: I did I okay,
1: we'll we'll start there. Maybe we can go chronologically because Below Deck is usually like a Monday show.
0: Okay, that's um,
1: Below Deck. We watch all of them, like Mediterranean sailing, just adventure. Um, they're just good. They're they're good. Captain Sandy is not our favorite captain. However, I will say that this most recent episode, which I believe is like. Second to last episode of the season before the reunions hit is one where I was like, I liked her in this episode, and I also just like like the way that she's been conducting herself with the crew um over the last couple of episodes, taking a bit more accountability when she jumps the gun in a certain situation, um. But I think that like as I feel when I often watch reality shows, I would like to die if I were watching this back as like Des, for example and being oh. like Luke is literally in bed not just like texting one of your old coworkers, but like admits admits that he like on Watch What Happens Live he admitted that he does have a crush on Katie Flood and he also was like oh I don't know how Captain Sandy picked that up so quickly like la 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 and I was like and Andy Cohen was like so you pretty much just like Jess was like your second or third choice like
0: Third, because he was also like texting with Natalia as well.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah, I I love Luca. <laughs> and, I love
1: him. He's great. and He's a great worker.
0: And the thing is, too, I do think that like part of part of the issue is that it is these boat romances right or boat man's I guess they call Be-mans. it so yeah. I think lots of it's viewed as like it has an expiration date because the reality is it probably does um yeah. but yeah watching it it feels pretty shitty for Jess um but then also when Jess kind of flipped and was like oh I'm just gonna have fun like I was like okay well you you I mean, you do you, girl.
1: Right. But but then I'm like, I wish that, not all girls, but I wish that some girls would just be honest with themselves and, like, you're not the cool girl that's down to that kick it. And, like, it's okay.
0: Yeah. Like, she, you she's not. So she really, I mean, she was, like, super angry just at, just at Sandy mentioning a potential Kicking crush. Me.
1: So... Right. And something that you and I have always said is like, look, you do not have to lie to kick it. Okay. Like, we could still be, we could be friends. Like, we could still. It's fine.
0: Just say, just tell Luca, like, yo, this isn't working for me. Right. I don't, I don't want to be your second or the reality is third choice. Like, right. She already kind of went into it though, I guess, knowing that Luca, was had already been in a kind of weird situation with Nat. Yes. So, I don't know.
1: And I think she just, like, didn't really care as much about that.
0: Because Natalia was off the boat, so then...
1: She... And just, like, wildly annoying. <laughs> so it was like, well, even if she was still on the boat, maybe we wouldn't even care that much.
0: I don't think Jess would have... <laughs> Unfortunately, I don't think she thinks she's like that cool or that deserving of relationships or something. It seems like she doesn't. Mm. Um, she doesn't speak about herself like she thinks she deserves a uh, a lot, and that makes me sad for her.
1: I don't disagree with that. I don't it's like. It's a bummer. Yeah, because I'm like Jess. You're actually pretty cool. Like,
0: yeah. She is. Yeah. And she's and she seems to know herself pretty well too. Incredibly like in like professional self-aware. situations. She's handled things, I feel like, pretty well and stuff. So mm-hmm. yeah. Just yeah, she's incredibly in self-aware. More.
1: <laughs> yeah. We believe in you. Yeah.
0: But next week's um the preview for next week looks real intense with um Natalia coming back chef was like super excited about that keeping that secret and then just kissing oh i'm blanking on max name. max and then being like sorry lil he's a great kisser i was like oh, oh
1: i no. shook." i was like oh this is clearly a reaction to her yeah. being mad about something with luca because never in life would you have been like "Ooh, max
0: not at all not at all um yeah, I think it's because Natalia meets them out that night. So I'm super mm-hmm. interested. It's it's it should be a really good last um, episode of the season.
1: Okay, we I have not watched the Salt Lake reunion part two. No, that aired la- that aired last night, but we both usually watch on Peacock the following day. But. What I will say is this season was their best season to date. Like, and it's interesting how Jen Shaw really is not necessary for Salt Lake to thrive. Correct. Um, and granted, like her name obviously still came up once we found out about Monica being behind real reality Von but I just think that like so many people were like, the show's not gonna last multiple seasons without Jen. And it's like, well here we are and it's fine
0: well and i mean monica's more her her punchline or storyline is like even more intense than than jen as far as this group goes so yeah yeah um monica also by the way i I think there's been a lot of shady things and stuff, but um she looked fire at the reunion.
1: Bomb, bomb, bomb. Yeah. Like no notes, wouldn't literally wouldn't change a thing.
0: Mm-mm.
1: Dress, hair, makeup.
0: She looks real good.
1: And I was like, that must be really annoying for for the others.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Cause not everyone brought it the way she did
1: no like and even people that I normally think are pretty I think like miss the mark like I think Whitney is like a really pretty girl even when she's like chilling in like yoga pants yeah and I like why did we choose this dress why did we choose this dress combined with this hair if we were going to do this dress we needed to do sleek and chic hair not this like
0: I mean, she kind of like slicked it back, but it also seemed like something weird was happening with the hair color. Yes, it
1: mm. it just wasn't that
0: Meredith. Also, she tends to wear something pretty, um, like more fun and mm-hmm. very Meredith to reunion, and I felt like she did that. But like the the ends of her hair was was bothering me because it looked like not as thick or something.
1: Yeah, like the ends looked a little wispy, even though I yeah. felt like she hit the nail on the head with like the dress and like the fit of the dress. I even liked the color. Like um
0: yes. Agreed.
1: Like I would argue that this is one of her better reunion outfits.
0: Yeah. It's it's a little more classic than some of the others.
1: Yeah. And it was shocking to not see feathers. Um yeah. <laughs> I I'm realizing more and more that Monica really can dish it but can't take it. And the way that this reunion wrapped with, like, Angie mm. more or less, like, having to come for her neck a little bit. I was like, oh, yeah. Like, you're, you don't seem as big and bad now.
0: Yeah. Y- and, you know, I guess if you've been spending years behind a keyboard, you know.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It it would be a little harder when people are actually in your face. Um, I will say this was probably the most I've liked Angie.
1: Ditto. So because the first half of this season, I was like, "Why did they give this woman a snowflake or whatever the hell they hold?" On yeah,
0: side? snowflake.
1: Is a snowflake? Okay, I was like, <laughs> "Get her out of here!" I'm like, "Get her uh, and her whole family out of here!" Like, I'm over it. <laughs> Not on the Earth. The whole family. You know, just off my screen.
0: You're out here like, oh, let me just talk about mafia vibes. Get her out.
1: <laughs> it's like the only person I wanted to keep was her cute little dad.
0: Oh, yeah. So cute.
1: He was so the good. most like redeeming member mm-hmm.
0: of. Yeah.
1: Um, and I also think that like Mary coming out next week is going or next week aka this week will be great
0: yes she's she's good for television
1: yeah wouldn't want to be your friend love her on my screen
0: (laughs) agreed let's move on
1: okay beverly hills you go i think that this season has been, like, very interesting to watch, but I think it's also been a tough watch. Um, I think it's tough because I think that so many of the women are in, like, very transitional times in their lives, and I feel like yeah. me and a lot of the women in my life are also in very transitional times, and I'm like, I would never want to do this with a camera crew present. And it's weird because... The last few seasons, Kyle actually hasn't been one of my favorites. Um, And I've actually found her to be kind of, like, frustrating. But this season, as she, like, seems to, like, lean more into authenticity and health and wellness, ironically, um, I'm finding that I like her a lot more. But I also find that I get frustrated with her because I'm like, you don't want any of these people in your business or you don't want to be criticized or you don't want to be questioned. Like we've literally sat back and watched you do exactly that season after season after season. um. And now you think that you deserve a pass. Like,
0: yeah, it's hard to be in a place where I think that she's becoming really a better version of herself overall. She's doing better with boundary setting, just, health, wellness, all of that. Um, but you've been on the show for a long time and you've made a big effort to hold a lot of people's feet to the fire. So you can't expect that that's not going to happen. Um, something that is bothering me though, is that I feel like a lot of the women are, um, it's like, they're seeing it as a negative that she's, you know, focused on fitness, doesn't want to drink anymore. And that's frustrating because I think that, um, yes, a a change can, a, you, someone deciding to change things for their health and wellness can be a sign or a symptom of something else happening in their life. But if someone's bettering themselves, well, why are we so against it? That's And why does it have to be questioned so much?
1: And for me, it's like, you have different friends for different things, right? But I'm also at this stage in my life where like, I don't only want to be able to hang out with a friend that wants to be around me if I'm only drinking like yes it's like I also want friends like that they're down to like run errands with me or like how you and I will like either in person or via FaceTime like we're doing a closet clean out and it's like I'm not going to be doing vodka shots while I'm cleaning out my closet like and I hope that that wouldn't be an expectation like and so I also think that some of them really need to think about like how authentic and genuine and like deep are your friendships if someone being like i'm no longer drinking is a deal breaker in some way for you especially when she's not judging for drinking I even planned an event to a winery mm-hmm. for them all to enjoy and i'm like you know anthony who's one of my really good friends we've been friends since undergrad like he's literally never had like a sip of alcohol in his life and it's like he still would go to like house parties and he'd be there with like his jug of like Simply Raspberry Lemonade like while everyone else was holding handles okay and like to me that has to be the vibe like Mm -hmm. you know so I think that sometimes when one person who you're close to makes a big shift in their life whether you're admitting it or not you then start to wonder like is this an area of my life that I should Mm -hmm. be evaluating
0: interesting and
1: Um, something that I saw happen when my parents separated a few years ago is when my mom made the choice to leave the house. I saw many of her friends at first judge her for leaving. And then as the months went on, and I told her that this would happen, I was like, just wait. And as the months went on, many of them were like, why am I in this relationship that I'm in? Or like, um, you were willing to leave for less than what I'm going through and I've been putting up with whatever. and I almost think that there's like a parallel happening mm-hmm. in Beverly Hills, but with like those women and their relationship with alcohol.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. And like you said, I think it's a very transformative time for a lot of them um, for various different reasons. But I have to say that it's um, it's been like a good season I guess but it also feels a lot heavier to watch Beverly Hills like it doesn't feel like oh let me put this on and just have some like fun whatever like Like, it's quite it's quite heavy and like yeah both of us know a lot of people um going through a lot of things right now and so that is and you know we've also had various things going on in our own lives and so Mm -hmm. yeah Beverly Hills is kind of a lot at this point Should we quickly cover
1: the Southerns? The
0: Southerns.
1: The biggest thing for Southern Charm, honestly, is just like, I think that Taylor had all of us fooled for these years. And I think that she's a trash human being. Um,
0: Hot take, hot take.
1: (laughs) I just, there's no accountability. And I think she just wants to be forgiven because she doesn't like being in the hot seat yeah. and you've been caught in various situations on camera while Mike being like, I'm not really sorry, or like, I didn't do anything or like they weren't even really dating. And it's like her ability to just so easily like flip on someone that's supposed to be like one of her best friends is like not something I will ever be able to understand. Like, it's like you and I came to each other's lives really, really quickly and got close super quick and there is no scenario in which I could envision going after someone that you had already been with Mm -hmm. even if the person was a casual person but even so if I knew that you were like in love with them
0: yeah Taylor's been very You know what I think it is for me with her is that I think that people are human and they could be going through something and make a mistake or whatever. But the fact that she'll apologize and like 30 minutes later, she'll be, you know, behind the scenes saying something completely opposite is Mm -hmm. wild to me.
1: Because then I just end up feeling like she's a liar. Like, I'm like, I just yeah. can't do anything that you're saying. Yeah. Um. Like, even Austin, to me, had, like, more remo- remorse than Taylor. I think that Austin wanted them to get over it more quickly. Yeah. But, like, he, every single step, has been like, I like, yeah, that wasn't right. Like, I shouldn't have hit it for so long, blah, 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 blah. Whatever. Um, and I think what's tough is, like, now... Taylor is also going through the death of a sibling and I think that like some of the cast might be wanting to be lighter on her because of that which I get yeah Um. Yeah. but then it's like all of the actions that we're talking about and even the clips that we're talking about were all prior to that happening so I'm like that's already who you were
0: yeah yeah and you know it's hard in the um Shep piece of it too because I feel like Shep has his own stuff to work through and everything. And I do think that he's realized a lot about their relationship that he probably didn't appreciate when they were together. But I agree with Craig when he was saying, basically, like, you're treating her like a child. Like, everything is Shep's fault in how she's acting. And she's Mm -hmm. not a child. She's a grown woman. Like, why are we acting like that? Mm -hmm. And, you know, yeah, I do think people's actions towards you – Impact how you handle things. And it's good for people to give you a certain amount of grace when you're going through something and just, you know, accept kind of, or I accept maybe it's the wrong word, but give you some grace. But at the end of the day, Taylor just keeps doubling down on all this stuff. And there just keeps being more and more things. And yeah.
1: This upcoming week is going to be. Crazy, and then I think that it kind of transitions well into Southern hospitality because we find out that Taylor is dating someone that's like kind of affiliated with Southern hospitality, and it's interesting because to me Taylor's behavior is more in alignment with someone that should be on that show. Like yes. she acts yes. like a college student or someone that's fresh out of college and it's kind of like reckless and no regard for other people. Um. But Southern Hospitality has been great, too. And every single episode has had something captivating. Um, and I'm glad that we're still seeing our girl, Mia, even though she doesn't work at...
0: Oh, my gosh. Me, too. I was worried we wouldn't. But our I mate. love her. Yeah. Just yeah, love her. And she
1: keeps it 100. Like, the broken bar cart literally had me in tears.
0: That was hilarious. I also, real quick, was just kind of... um. disappointed in Emmy for how, how upset she was with Mia. I mean, the whole Emmy, um, her boyfriend situation, that's a whole nother topic that I don't even know we have enough time to get into, but I felt like it was pretty lame for her to be so mad at Mia, who actually was friends with Will before emmy and so i was like uh she's really just trying to be a good friend so that was weird
1: and i think that this could be a topic for us to explore separate from seven hospitality on like a future podcast is if you knew that one of your friends partners were cheating on them would you tell them why or why not Mm. and i know that we've had this conversation with some of our old friends and the responses were wild, especially with some of us having been in that position before, and what the fallout for um some of those situations have been. So, right, right. um yeah, Southern hospitality just reminds me of like us in our mid twenties, and I'm like, what a time to be alive!
0: Just so much fun, so much fun.
1: Twin, <laughs> I greatly appreciate us figuring this out, and by us I mean you, um, <laughs> to record episode two, um. We will be recording and releasing episodes this point like every other week and yeah. seeing where to go from there. But you could expect to hear from us at least two Wednesdays a month.
0: Yes. Thank you guys for listening and we will talk to you guys soon. Yay. Bye. Bye.